Yo creo que si me conocieras sabrías que la muerte es mi pan y el peligro mi mantequilla. No, el peligro es mi pan y la muerte es mi mantequilla. No, no, espera. El peligro es mi pan, la muerte, no, la muerte. No, perdón, la muerte es... La muerte y el peligro son mis varios panes y mantequillas. Clear. Michelle, have you ever used TSA at an airport? Have you ever gone through Transportation Security Administration check-in? Yeah, I flew out to visit uh, sister of the show, future guest, Allison Poulton-Simon, oh, this break. I'm mm. a big, big fan. Did you, big fan. did the TSA agent, um, what, what kind of things strike you as the things that the agents uh, bark out that people should watch out for or do while they're in the line before they get to the, to the scanner? Like, take your shoes off, yeah, get that laptop out. Yeah, take your laptop out. out. Take out all big electronics. Yeah. Anything else come up? Take your Dump jacket out off. your water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any bottles? Take off your jacket. Jewelry. Jewelry. A metal. Every pocket's empty. Belts. Did we say belts? Belts. You, well, I think that's part of... Cl- S- did we say clothes? Steel-toed shoes. But I'll tell you one thing I hadn't heard, huh. and the TSA agent on my recent flight yelled out repeatedly and quite oddly to me was, snacks, if you have a lot of snacks in your bag. Please remove all snack items. Snacks. They're just saying that so they can take your snacks. You know that, right? I, I, well, I didn't have any snacks, and I thought this was weird because she wasn't saying any of the other things. She didn't go down the list of the shoes oh. and the belts and the pockets. She didn't say about electronic devices, large or small gaming devices. Staples. St- staples. She didn't mention that. She was just really honed in on snacks, and I thought, this is really weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know if something's going on. Okay. Uh, and the guy in front of me who had been kind of chatty the Maybe whole time. Maybe there's been chatter on the uh, the dark webs about snacks. Maybe. Okay. The dude in front of me has been chatty. He and his wife were up there. I, I learned throughout our very long stay in this line mm-hmm. because it was a very long line that went very slowly. You become friends. Maybe because the woman at the front was only looking for snacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, his wife had TSA clearance, so she didn't have to be in that line. Pre-check, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah pre-check. Yeah. She didn't have to be in that line, so <clears throat> I was reminded of that many times. Ugh. Um, and he was just kind of talking to me about, boy, this line, can you believe this line? Like, oh my gosh, are we going to get there? This line. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I can believe it. I've sort of been led to believe this is how it is. He, by the time we get up there, she's saying snacks, watch out for snacks. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, I've never even heard of this snacks thing. Yeah. He's like, oh, I have, oh, I guess I do have, do I, so you're saying remove the snacks? She's like, yes, sir, we're moving snacks. Here it comes. This dude's got a backpack. He He unzips his backpack and he dumps out an entire backpack full of just nothing snacks. but he, snacks. He just is snacks. very much after the spirit of my family where there is <laughs> yeah. always an extra bag that is entirely devoted to snacks. <laughs> it was, he's got pretzels, he's got peanuts, he's got candy bars. Maybe he, I, I, he's I, got I, Doritos. Like what, who's got? He's got low blood sugar. <laughs> Michelle, does your family have low <laughs> blood sugar? Do you guys get cranky if you're not, if you're a little hungry? Yeah. yeah Plus so. we also just like snacks. But how does oh, that not seem staged? I've never heard of snacks. I've never seen anybody remove snacks. The guy in front of me happens to have at least 25 bags of snacks. It was like a performance art piece. It, that's what I thought it was. Did you applaud? I, I did not, but I looked around to see who was recording mm. this. Yeah. And no one was. Not that I, I mean, there was a standard security cameras, but I don't think that's available to us. They're not That HD. wasn't, that wasn't being live streamed. Wow. I was really taken aback by that. It's a lot of snacks. I wanted to be amused by it. And there was a variety of snacks. It wasn't just all pretzels. No, it was a, it was a variety pack. Huh. And that's, he had a whole backpack that was just that. And he kept suggesting that he wasn't aware 
A that he knew he had to take them out, or B that he had a lot of snacks. I wouldn't I wouldn't have known to take them out. That 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 seems abnormal. Yeah, and I, I actually if I had a couple of snacks in mm. my in my backpack, I sure. wouldn't have taken it out. I would have just ignored them. Yeah. But and this guy he was acting like he didn't register what she was asking and that he didn't need to be. Mm-hmm. And then it turned out that he was one thousand percent the A top person that she was looking for. Wow. And it was right there. And what happened? He just dumped it all into one of those trays and went through the scanner. And everything was fine. Yeah, there's no, nothing happened. So what did she want to see the snacks I, for? I don't know. The, the mystery remains. What is an x-ray? Why do you think I'm bringing this like? up? I thought you might know. Oh, I don't. Michelle's a frequent TSA traveler. She just went to see future uh, friend of the show, future guest, uh, Allison. Yeah. APS. I got I got nothing on that. What's Allison's nickname going to be? Is she I'll, ta- is she, is she, I'll text her Is she ask. taller than you, Michelle? By like an inch. Okay. Then taller, Polton Simon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, Allison, taller Fulton Simon. Yeah, that's pretty good. We have our guests. Oh. Two guests. Oh two guests. Gosh. Sweet. Oh, we have two guests. What episode is this? 108? Let me check what episode we're on. 108. Are you sure it's 108? It's 108. It's 108. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so this is episode 108 of Various Breads and Butters. I'm your host, Simon Portmantonov, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Ben Brickhouse-Cohen. Out in the studio, we have Ben Sesame Street Gordon as one of our interns. A second intern we have is Claire TV Dinner Swanson. Is that? We're well, trying to avoid we're that. Gonna, we're going to avoid that? Where are you from, Claire? Hold on, let's guess. Where, where do you Okay, think? Claire Swanson. Yeah. From Hershey. Des Moines? No, Western uh, PA. Western PA. I say Western PA. Beaver it's County. Cl- that's closer than Des Moines. Uh, okay, closer east, west, north, south. What are we talking about here? Um, You have to go east. East. Philadelphia. <laughs> go north. Go north. Easton, Pennsylvania. Okay, go west. Uh, Allentown. Allentown, Pennsylvania. Can I just say it now? Yeah, oh. you can. <laughs> yeah. Lower McCungy. Oh, Lower McCungy. Oh, yes. Man. Not like those. Those folks in Upper McCungie. <laughs> no, not no. Upper Mukunji. Oh, they're Ooh. terrible up there. Yeah, a lot of fights Ooh. with the Central McCungians. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We're not going to get many fans that way. No. And of course, our producer extraordinaire is Michelle Hyphen Polton Simon. Hey, Michelle. Hi. How you doing? Who's our guest today? Our guest today, very special guest, is Dean of Equity Inclusion of Equity and Inclusion at Lafayette College. Did you practice that? Yeah, Chris Hunt, and uh, he brought along. His Christopher Jordan Hunt. Christopher Jordan Hunt. He smiled. There you go. That's good. I'm going to keep, how, keep score. How, now how, how old is CJ here? How old are you, CJ? 12. 12. 12. Th- okay. There's not many smiles between about, what, 11 and 16? Okay. Is that what's going to happen? I think, I think, I think yeah. that's right. Yeah. yeah. Nothing okay. I know of. Oh. No. Uh, so, Chris, how are you doing? I'm well. I'm Chris, well. thank you for coming in. Thank you. Thank you for coming in. Uh, so, Chris, you have been here for not too long this currently, yes. currently. Right. so it's been less than a year yes okay how's it going it's going well it's going yeah. great yeah uh, i have an awesome team yep i trust the people i work with that's good um and the students are outstanding yeah so and yeah one, one of them got me here today so oh there you go <laughs> um so as i sort of alluded to this is your second time here yes. you were here back how many years ago i was here from 03 to 07 okay so oh three oh seven. So I I got here in, in 07. So you have a great perspective on how Lafayette has changed from oh seven to eighteen twenty seventeen when you got here. Sure. Oh, yeah. So ten years. Anything changed? 
get that question often. <laughs> yeah. And I, my response has been and continues to be in many ways things are different. Mm-hmm. In many ways things are still the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an old institution. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what's different, I, I would say probably the most striking thing for me is the demographic of the student body. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was first here, we had just started, for example, the, the Posse program. Yep. Uh, the first class was started in, in t- t- 2002, mm-hmm. and I don't know what the international student numbers were then. They were much lower than they are now. But they're approaching 11% now. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think I think around there, yeah, but it was it was not a large portion of our student body. This reminds me. Yeah. I do have a different question for you, Chris. Uh-huh. We don't know. Do you in your position know what Simon does? Something to do with numbers, and he was just making reference to awareness of numbers institutional research something like that see he Chris says knows. that but like what He's i just i just try to try to go CJ, from uh, from meeting to meeting i don't know and you know say numbers and then people just and then i disappear i drop a smoke bomb and i'm out every time i see him in his <laughs> office he's just there's like a spreadsheet mm-hmm. and it seems pretty staged like same spreadsheet like somebody would just have it <laughs> every time um, so we're up to 11% international students? I, I, I could check. Any, anyone could check on the website oir.lafayette.edu front slash cds. Anyway. Um, Nobody. So no one will. Don't check that. But where were you between Lafayette 1 and Lafayette 2? I did a short stint amount of time at Kutztown University. Okay. And then the balance of that time, just about nine years at Moravian College. Okay. Uh, started there as the director of housing and summer conferences. Okay. And Do they have a lot of summer conferences. <laughs> oh. A lot of housing, though. I was about there to you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, one of the one of those jobs is bigger than the other. Not okay. anymore. They had okay. a, a more robust program back then, but mm-hmm. we they they changed. But then we uh, transitioned. Yeah. So I took on a different, a completely different role, associate dean of students, and I had a number of different areas that reported to me. Mm-hmm. So for the amount of time that I was gone, mostly at Moravian. Yes. Are you going to do your? Que- I know what your question you're going to ask. I don't know what question I'm going to ask. Has he been on Moravian's podcast? Oh, yeah. How's How Moravian's their podcast, podcast going? Like, Nor cuts down. No podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so and so, you stayed in the Lehigh Valley for yeah. a number of years. Yes. Now, where were you before the Lehigh Valley? Like, where did you grow up? I grew up in the Lehigh Valley. You grew up in the Lehigh Valley. I did. Perfect. Lafayette okay. College is actually the first campus that I've ever known. Oh, really? I learned huh. how to swim in nice. the, the pool. Okay. Yeah. Back in the it's a new pool now. Early yes. So it was the, early the smaller 80s. pool then. Yeah. I went to Coach Leon's basketball camps. Wow. When he was that coach. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, I, I so I went to college in Pennsylvania, but not in the Lehigh Valley, mm-hmm. but. So, so where did um, you go? Where did you go to college? I went to Westchester University. Okay, uh, and to East Stroudsburg. Okay, yeah. cool. Westchester, that's down. That's both Westchester and Kutztown are. are uh, I'm aware are good music schools. Yes. Are you are you a musician? Westchester certainly is. Uh, I'm not, but I am a, a theater person. Yeah. I finished my undergraduate degree in theater, um, acting and directing. Yeah. Oh, no. and, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and what did you do at uh, at East Stroudsburg? So I finished my master's program there in higher education. Okay. Yeah. And what, what aspects of higher education were you studying? Oh, leadership. Leadership? Higher ed, higher ed okay. leadership. Okay. And now finishing the doctoral program back at ESU okay. in their administration and leadership studies program. And when, when, when are you thinking of being done with that? Not pressuring you, but when, when is it approximately? I want to finish last year. Oh, okay, I got it. <laughs> How do you have time for that? Uh, you're right. Yeah. Yes. You know, I think this has come up, <laughs> I forget who, on like past shows, like I mm-hmm. just boggles my mind how... Some, 
how somebody can do that. Like that's amazing. So my friend, mm-hmm. uh, very close friend, John McKnight, mm-hmm. one of my predecessors, uh, past guest friend of the show. Good. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it's the same program that John. Was oh, okay. In, in fact, right. I uh, I recruited him to be in that program. Yeah. He oh. just finished before I did, as well as did Chris Salina, who's okay. our associate oh, yeah. dean of advising. Mm-hmm. That must have been one of the examples. I think uh, Paul McLaughlin also was. Former guest friend of the show. Had finished his PhD. While he was working. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how. And I've got three of, of, of these. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, three. It's three. Hey, yeah. Three smiles. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, oh, just for the listener, um, Chris was pointing to CJ. Yeah. Uh, when he said three of these. Yes, there he goes. What is your uh, dissertation argument? It is. So it's a case studies, historical case studies on experiences of black males uh, comparing baby boomers and millennials mm. to see in the course of 30 to 40 years has the culture of the institutions changed at all yeah, yeah. wow so what do we find so not relevant at all to anything we're no, talking about today no, okay like well you know out, it's you just know. just just something you're interested right. in right we'll suffer uh, no sarcasm yeah sorry my bad so so yeah so what what are what are you finding if you can tell us yeah well i mean i'm finding that so in 40 years sure things have changed yeah. um but then when you listen to um, the experiences of some of the men and uh, the language that they use, some of the the, the words they use, isolated, vulnerable, uh, marginalized. That it's similar experiences, mm-hmm. um, just different different generations. Yeah, have things generally got better, or things generally the same, or things generally worse? I mean, right now things it, it's all it's relative. Yeah. But here's what I'll say: I think it's important for our current generation of students. Who aren't millennials, by the way? They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're yeah, they're they're after millennials, right? Yeah. Um, but it, it's important for younger students, the 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 more current generation, to understand the path that had been kind of trailblazed yep. by the baby boomers. Yep, because the baby boomers really were the the generation that were kind of sent out there to integrate. Yeah, society. Yeah, that was the first opportunity. It's like they pioneers really on the frontier. Like, like, they, like you're you're putting the hardest situation you can to settle out right. there, type of thing. Right. Yeah. So, of course, you know the, the millennials, the iGen, current generation students. They we, we they navigate some really tricky situations mm-hmm. and, and challenging times, especially now. Yeah. But when it compares to the things that baby boomers were going through when they were first on these college campuses, yeah. when the numbers didn't look the way they look now. We yeah. think right now, oh, you know, Lafayette's not that diverse. Okay, I, I, I accept that. Sure. But go back to- Yeah, 19, what are you comparing it to? Go back to 1969, even before there were women here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then when the, the first uh, female class came in the early 70s, mm-hmm. that's a different time. Yeah. And then be a black woman at that time. So I'm, I'm, I'm no the the research instrument, and I'm suggesting that things have gotten better, but yeah. there's a long way to go. Sure, absolutely, absolutely. Well, it must yeah. be like quite just the. It feels like it would be the same answer as like how has Lafayette changed? Well, there's some things that are different, mm-hmm. and there's some things which are continuing. Yeah, mm-hmm. this would be the broader scope of maybe a, a national phenomenon. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's tough to as a 18 year old to say it's going to be tough for you, but. You know, generations from now will be better. Right. I mean, that's a, that's a lot. That's a lot to put on them. It seems like I've heard more of this kind of chatter recently of the difference of freshmen and sophomores, underclassmen and upperclassmen. Mm-hmm. The difference of those twenty and twenty-one year olds versus the eighteen and nineteen mm-hmm. year olds. All of our interns are now upperclassmen, correct? Yeah. If, if there's any underclassmen out in the studio, let us know. 
Or just send us an email. Nope. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Various breads and butters at gmail.com. I was in a conversation, uh, I think like in a cab recently, where someone was asking where we're teaching and I was talking with another teacher and he's like, oh, we're in college. And it's like, oh, it must be so different than high school. I can't imagine. Like, well, when you're teaching first years, it's not hard to imagine because they're like high school students plus mm-hmm. two months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, like raising your hand, can I go to the bathroom? Yeah. Like, yeah, you're in college. You, t- you do what you want. Right. <laughs> you don't have to raise your hand. Yeah. So just as a specific example of a general thing, yeah. not even all the broader social cultural issues that go into moving to a new place, mm-hmm. different dynamics, different demographics, mm-hmm. different daily patterns, different oversight, different expectations, because you work across all four of these years. Mm-hmm. Do you have a sense of a difference of an upperclassman and an underclassman? Absolutely. And I'll use one of your interns as an example. Okay. I mean, there's the, you know. Was it Michelle? Michelle hyphen, 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 hyphen. Yep. Yeah. So she's a a, a junior. <laughs> she's been going through this for for a number of semesters now. By the way, we are going to prevent her from graduating if it kills us. Because <laughs> we need to her to stay for yeah, a little while longer. Sure. Yeah. And so she, she, you know, she has this thing. You know, I won't say figured out, but more figured out than the first year student who we were just upstairs. CJ and I were just upstairs. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to, to to go through some food we we, we got. And mm-hmm. there's a student upstairs who's studying right now. Yeah. He's from West. Chester County in New York and I said how was your how was your spring break and he talked about not having power and everything and then I said now you guys have what about six weeks left seven weeks or something like that he said yeah he said I'm a first year student and it's flying by I can't believe it and he's like trying to get his bearings straight yeah because he's not been through this experience before yeah and then I I so I look at him and I look at someone like Michelle hyphen Poulton Simon there you go and you know, she's, you know, this, it, it still goes fast for someone like her, mm-hmm. right? but she, she's got it figured out a little bit more than he does. Yeah. Now, now, Chris, what do you think are some of your favorite things about your job? Like, what are the, some of the things that you enjoy most about? I, I about love when you job? have like real interviewee questions. I try. <laughs> I'm, I'm that was trying good. out for, I'm trying out for MP, NPR. That was good. Thanks. Yeah. You know, I, I like to just be in casual conversation with students. Mm-hmm. That's the best part of my job mm-hmm. is, is when I get a chance to just have downtime with students. If I'm in um, Farinon Atrium mm-hmm. or, or even in, in my office uh, or out and about on campus mm-hmm. um, interacting uh, with students. I mean, that's just, that's written in my job description. That's yeah. the part I love best. I, I love to cook as yeah. well. Oh, so um, once a month we do this thing in the Portlock Black Cultural Center called Sunday Soul Lounge. Okay. Really, it's a simple program. It's just I, I cook. Uh-huh. We get about 40, 50, 60 students come in. Um, you got a specialty? People have been wanting to know what goes into my macaroni and cheese. Oh. So I'll, I'll say that. Okay. But that's all you'll say. That's the You're not you going to say, say what, what goes what? into your macaroni oh, no, and cheese. No, 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 okay. No, no, no. I got it. Okay. You'll tell us off air. Yeah. yeah actually, yeah. actually, yes. this is what we'll do. Why don't you tell us? So first you get pasta, right? You yeah, start boiling that. Right. You, gotta, you, you gotta, get some get cheese. Yeah. Okay. Then okay, and then I, I put in various ingredients. Yeah, and various breads and butters. And then, oh man, that I wouldn't have thought that right. last ingredient right, right. That would have been a in big, there. Big surprise, but oh, okay. And so now, and I guess talking to students, I mean that's I mean sort of you as a in your sort of researcher role. Um, you know, you're trying to find out what their experiences are and that must be part of your interest and in just seeing what their experiences are when mm-hmm. they're, when they're sort of just hanging out. What I'll say is that I, my, I started off in, um, residence life, student conduct, 
Um, I have a, a counseling background as well. So um, trying to, to help the student figure that out, appropriately challenging them back. Yeah. You know, yep. um, yeah. personal responsibility sure. and all that. Yeah. Did you did you reference? Is it are they calling themselves iGen? Is that the I, yeah iGen slash Generation Z? I think researchers when the, when they are discovering the new generations, they there's some fluidity in, in what they end up calling that sure. generation yeah. right now. And, what, and and what years is, is that? Like what, when when you were born? Like what? Millennials just graduated, twenty sixteen ish. Okay. So are you, in terms, are you all, what do you call yourselves? I mean, I read something that was like millennials, it cuts off at like 1996. Mm. So I don't know, because I was born at the end of 1996. So mm. You just missed right it. On the edge. I'm just, just rolling with it. whatever. You're, so. just, you're, you're like a senior citizen? Is that the generation yeah. that you are now? Pretty much. Okay. You don't, you don't have a sense? You don't want to attach to a label? I feel like it's not particularly telling at this point in my life. I mean, I I fact check this. I don't I don't know. I feel like I'm. I guess I feel like a millennial. I don't know. My brother's four years older than me, but he doesn't really act, act like the. Maybe he does act like a typical millennial, but he yeah. just doesn't do a lot. Yeah, but isn't that the thing? Like the whole typical millennial doesn't really seem to match actual like people that you meet. Like the the broader stereotype. My understanding of the broader stereotype of millennials isn't a, like a good one. Yeah, but it, actual millennials are no different than any other. Exactly. Generation, they just happen to be this age now. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I feel like when I hear millennial, I think of that Trevor Noah, uh, Tommy Lauren interview. Oh, and yeah. there's one point in it where I, I don't know what he asked her, but she says, I'm a, le- I'm a millennial. I don't like labels. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I, I think she was being was serious. Yeah. I, I don't think she was. I think, I think with the person talking, it was probably intent. It was probably <laughs> she was being serious. Claire, do you are you are you a millennial too? I didn't realize that the millennial label, I guess, doesn't technically apply to me. Mm. Um, so now you're just you're just adrift. So I I always thought I was a millennial mm. until sorry. about a couple weeks ago. I'm sorry. It was pretty recent. <laughs> I actually get offended when I see some research that suggests that because I'm born in '78 that mm-hmm. says that that Generation Xers stopped being born at like 77 or 76 oh, really? and they try to put me in as a millennial millennial oh, oh wow I, I get really uncomfortable <laughs> i have generation x as 65 to 79 okay you're in you're you're in yeah yeah have we ever decided what possible value this has for anything well i think it's I, me this pervasive it's never any but i yeah except I think, for like saying yeah generation x like, i think i think retroactively just like sociologists being able to sort of understand groups you know society into different strata yeah but But i i also feel like so much of talk about like the concept of generation z is like oh they don't remember 9 11 but i don't think that's necessarily true of people who grew up in new york Mm -hmm. so i feel like it's not as helpful in terms of figuring out like impact that things had on people I think that's right. I think we have to always be careful about sweeping generalizations. Absolutely. I mean, so. And that's why millennials be. are always just staring at their devices. That's it. That's, that's all, all they do. That's all they do. The economy is just ground to a halt for like 10 years. I don't know why. Everybody stopped on a corner mm-hmm. staring at their screen. Staring at the screen. God, those kids. Oh, exactly. Which I always love the debunking of that word. That's just everybody. Mm-hmm. It, absolutely. <laughs> I'm the it's like, how is that offender. just a millennial? Exactly. <laughs> like, I don't know if Tommy Lauren made that point too mm-hmm. while she was looking at her phone. Yeah. <laughs> no, she was not looking at her phone. But Michelle pointed out we're all looking at devices right now. In here. <laughs> That's true. Right here. Right in front of me. Mm-hmm. Oh, Can right. I add, uh, oh, please. ask a question? Yeah. Ben. 
um, so this was this your first posse retreat in general uh, no, this year? No, it was mm-hmm. not. It was my third posse retreat, but my first recent one. Yeah, I just wanted to know what you think if you thought it was productive. I I feel like this year, or just in general, I I think that students like i remember when i first came here the first posse retreat i was a part of this is my that was my third Mm. i remember it just felt a lot more like important and now it seems like everyone sort of dreads it i think anytime you can have honest dialogue about things that are happening on campus is is productive so what happened at the posse retreat is we were having dialogue about real issues that were affecting students on campus I think we also need to make sure we are figuring out ways to make things better. It's easy to list a hundred problems. I think the the challenge for all of us is to try and find uh, solutions to to those issues. I've heard um, from some students that it's the same conversation every year. Is there any element of that um, in the vein that we were talking about earlier where uh, if you're an upperclassman, if you've done it two or three times, you have a different exposure, a different mm-hmm. experience of what to expect. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard. Uh, is it difficult to disaggregate um, someone who's got a lot more experience there? So they're really trying to push it forward and take what you've learned before and kind of elevate and get to the next level. And then there's always a new crew and a new crew, mm-hmm. and they just have to get their first experience. I don't know that that accounts for your experience. It's just a, another perspective on mm-hmm. how people experience it because I, I haven't been there. No, but Ben, I'm 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 interested in in hearing maybe a little bit more about your your feedback. You said you'd been there. I didn't realize you were there for this is your third time going. I think it it did feel. I mean, there were points, and I think when you were there, because I remember you you speaking where it felt that it it didn't talk about gender enough. I think that maybe that comes from the posse office itself, the national office, mm-hmm. that it's not catered to Lafayette. Mm-hmm. It does feel like it's sort of stuck because we're talking about these issues with no real way to move forward. You may, you raise a really good point. You're right. It is It is staged by and managed and facilitated by the Posse Foundation. So the, the opportunities for us to get Lafayette-specific are, are very um, few and far in between. Hey, Ben, t- can you speak, and maybe Chris, you know this too, it has the posse retreat or the posse dynamic changed at all in the last year and a half since November 9th, 2016? Oh, well, I, of the three retreats I would, I've been to, I would say yes, but I don't think because of the el- election necessarily. I mean, maybe there's more fatigue. I know that in uh, in 2013, the the topic about the retreat was is racism. Does racism still exist? Which is hard to believe. Wow. What was the answer? Yeah, what, what <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're waiting here. We're on the edge of our seats, man. <laughs> Let us know. So I think pos- I mean, the posse office like clearly has some issues. <laughs> if that was a, like a topic. Can I ask music questions? You can, yes, go, please. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask music questions. Do it. One question, three ways. Three questions, one way. Mm-hmm. Chris, I am interested. We're always interested for, with all our guests, um, usually to as a way to learn more about music for our sake because I'm out of the loop. Uh, we ask everybody what their favorite music was at age 10, what it was at 20, if and how it changed, and what it was at 30. I will now add extra context, which is I like asking at 10 because generally. That's an answer by reference to whatever your parents were listening to. I don't know if many 10-year-olds 
are actively choosing. Mm. And uh, and by 20, it's it's usually quite opposite, that you're fully into your own agency and music mm. that you love. And then uh, just on my experience, it starts to fade out by 30. It's not so much novelty or new things, but you've... Sort of like maybe plateaus. Yeah. yeah. But that's not the same for everybody. People have different you musical have lives. To. Yeah. And at age 10, what was your favorite? Either a favorite band or a favorite song or a favorite kind of music or a favorite album? At age 10, I was struggling to try and get a radio station called Power 99 hmm. down in Philly, up here in you know Lehigh Valley. It's All the mountains, yep. It just mm-hmm. couldn't, couldn't come through, so it was probably some kind of top 40 you know uh, i was into michael jackson mm-hmm. um so so yeah. thriller um and then when bad came out mm-hmm. so definitely michael jackson so what you, was you endorsed that recently right oh i did he I came just, off the I fence just, i just i just said thriller i just bought uh, oh i bought the thriller <laughs> album again because when i bought it back in like 84 he was whatever, hearing good things about i it. was like that was a really good album. <laughs> what was what, what what was on Power ninety nine, or was that the top forty stuff? Oh, Power ninety nine is uh, um, uh, hip hop. So you wanted to listen to that? Well, I, yeah, and I was trying to get it. You were trying to get it. Okay, so I listened to it on on tapes, and yeah, like, yeah. Like my cousin would have it, and you know, Run DMC and all that. Mm-hmm. You know. um, now, did this change, and how at age twenty when you were in in college? When I was in college at Westchester. Uh, at Westchester. Um, I you can probably tune into ninety nine. Napster I was around then, right? Napster was around then. Yep. Yep. Anything you want. So it was uh, <laughs> it was R and B, rhythm and blues, hip hop, um, tribe called Quest. Mm. You know that's that was my uh, that was my group, mm-hmm. and um, and then I also um, gospel music yeah. because. Uh, my late father was a pastor, mm-hmm. um, and so you know spirituality has always been a part of my life and upbringing. Yeah. So uh, gospel music was influential. Yeah, he was a pastor here in Lehigh Valley, in Allentown. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in, in Allentown, and before that, in upstate New York. Okay. Yeah. Is there a big artist, or who who can we refer to? Back then, I was listening to an artist named Hezekiah Walker, and then more often Fred Hammond. To really and remain, at least Fred Hammond does, uh, really influential uh, gospel artists. Hmm. All right, now we can go to age thirty. What was I listening to? And we won't put CJ on the spot for age twelve. No. At age thirty and even into now, I started to discover jazz music a little more. Mm. Smooth jazz, classic jazz, and and then also more rhythm and blues. Uh, a sub a sub genre of rhythm and blues called uh, Quiet Storm. It's kind of like smooth grooves. Mm -hmm. And what what uh, what jazz are you probably most uh, interested in right now, or uh, at that at thirty, let's say? Yeah, well, probably an artist named uh, Boney James is one of my okay. favorite artists. You'll, fi- you'll find a clip, Boney James. Yeah, what does Boney James play? Uh, saxophone. Yeah, yeah, um, and he's world renowned. He's outstanding. Jonathan Butler. He's another um, artist that I like to listen to. And then in terms of R and B. You know, I, I have uh, sometimes I can't decide on what how I want to listen to it. Do I want to hear it from my iPod mm-hmm. or do I want to hear it from my Sirius XM subscription? Yep. I kind of go all over the place. Once and he says he's not a millennial. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so now can you do a quiz? I think I can do a quiz. I, we have a quiz. Are you ready for a quiz? Oh, let's go to a quiz. Um, all right. We will set up a quiz. Okay. Chris, you'll be the last one to answer. Mm-hmm. So every, I'll ask it. 
Simon will try to answer correctly. This is the real or not Trying quiz. Trying to give anything away. Okay. So uh, as a Pennsylvanian, these are going to be questions on, are these real Pennsylvania towns or not? Oh, oh okay. How well do you know Pennsylvania? Uh, we'll see. We've been here for a while. Maybe. Claire's Claire from, seems very excited. She's from Lower McCungie, I, so she, she knows yeah. I'm worried well. about this, is honestly. Lower, never mind. Ask your question. <laughs> 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 you were going to make a crack about Laura McCungie? No, I thought, is Laura McCungie one of your questions? <laughs> no. Because that you... would be a good question. <laughs> is Upper McCungie? Uh, West McCungie? There's also East the McCungie. borough of McCungie. Is there? There's so much McCungie yeah, history okay. that we just don't know about. Someone's going to do a podcast <laughs> we, on that. We. Oh, you know about the history of McCungie? I think most of us do. I think you're the the odd man out. Is it Scottish? He's a Mc- recent Cungie? American citizen. So. I am. That's true. So I know that. Yeah. yeah. I, so you got no McCungie November. background. I don't have any McCungie background. Most Canadians are ignorant of the McCungies. Oh. <laughs> but is uh, Claire, I actually don't know. Is McCungie an, an Indian nation? Is that an... You know, I actually don't know the history behind the name of what? McCungie. Okay, so ask your question. Okay, so the first one is usually the mic check question. Make sure we know what the game is. Yep. All right. Uh, your only answer is that easy is this peasy. real or not? Easy peasy. Simon will go first. Yep. Is there a Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania? Th- now, 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 to most people, that just sounds like a name of a person. That's yeah. not that's not a town name. People who uh, who aren't from the area who yeah, listen yeah. to the show, they're going to be like, "Well, how is that the easy question?" Exactly. But it is an easy question because of course that's a town name. Uh, up in northern central s- north anyway. It might You're not giving be. it away to the interns. My bad. Interns, what do we think? Yes. Who, who wants to go first? Claire, you got it. Ben. Yes. Michelle. Now now Ben. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What do we think, Chris? Chris, Jim, is Jim Thorpe. Thorpe, a town in Pennsylvania. I've been through it. It is. It, the answer is yes. Okay. Yes. So, so we get we get the quiz now. All right. We know what it's about. CJ, Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania. Do we know Jim Thorpe? Yeah. CJ right. says yes. Okay. It's my understanding that uh, the actual hometown of Jim Thorpe has been are trying for many many years to get Jim Thorpe back. He's from Oklahoma. Hmm. Oh. But I think he's buried in Jim Thorpe, but they don't want him to be. All right. So the next one, is this a real Pennsylvania town or okay. not? Okay. California. California, Pennsylvania. Because, I mean, Pennsylvania is a state. They're different. They're California different states. Is a state. They're different states. How could there be a California, Pennsylvania? That uh, doesn't sound right to me, but somehow it does. I might be tricking you. You might be tricking me. I'm going to say, yes, California is a city in Pennsylvania. What do we think, Claire? I've never heard of California, Pennsylvania, okay. Okay. but um, I'm going to go yes anyway. Oh, interesting. Interesting. What do we Bold. think? Old. Michelle, what do you think? I'm going to say. Yes, but I'm also wary that this is a trick to reference something about your vacation. Okay, <laughs> that's that's a good point. That's a good point. Hey, You've been it was here a working for a while. conference. It wasn't vacation. You've been here for a while. What do we think, Ben? I'm going to say no. I also have an answer about, I don't think it's the name of the town Quick that makes people check. upset, uh-huh. but it's that he was buried in, in Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania, oh. and that they, he wanted... Uh, his wish was to be laid to rest on okay. Native American land. Oh, okay. I, was, I think I'm mostly out of it. There you go. Okay. okay. Well, uh, I know we're back to Chris. We're back, we're back to Chris now. Do you want to confer with CJ? Maybe he knows. Do you know? No. California, uh, Pennsylvania. So California University of Pennsylvania is located in California, Pennsylvania. Correct. Two for two. Correct. Correct. There's also an Indiana, Pennsylvania. There's the, a Wyoming, Pennsylvania. There's a I've Warsaw, this, Pennsylvania. I've told There's a, story, a Moscow, Pennsylvania. I've told a story many times, but my uh, friend of the show, Pascal's current wife's friends, <laughs> said when they were going to college, and they, they live out in Pittsburgh, so that's in Western PA, mm-hmm. they were, <clears> like, when I said, oh, you're going to, they said, where are you going? They said, I'm going to Cal. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, other people, when they hear Cal, they think, think of, Berkeley. maybe Berkeley, they, they're thinking of, not California University of Pennsylvania. 
I was, uh, my reaction was uh, different than, anyway, great <laughs> you, school. You were tricked. Yeah, sure. Uh, um, they named the town California during the, uh, I think, California Gold Rush to try to attract more attention to their town. Oh, who is, who is falling for that? <laughs> Apparently these guys. <laughs> well, I'm just going to stop here. They said it was hard to get to California. It's pretty easy. I'm already here. Okay, the next okay. one. Yep. Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore, Pennsylvania. That is definitely an MTV show. Oh, was that, should I not have said that? Uh, so you say whatever you want. Uh, Jersey Shore, Pennsylvania. I feel I am, my quiz is I locked mean, down, rock solid. I'm not concerned. I mean, I'm just gonna have to say yes. What do we think? What do we think, Claire? Well, for no reason. Just for no reason. What do you think, Claire? Um, it's right near Kurt Loder, Pennsylvania. Kurt Loder, Pennsylvania. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, no on this one. Is it near MTV the Challenge? MTV, are you the one, Pennsylvania? Uh, what do you think, Michelle? Jersey Shore, PA. I'm gonna go no. Ooh, Ben, Georgia Shore, PA. I feel like every name on this quiz is going to be yes, so I'm going to say yes. That's an interesting take. I should do that one take. time. You should. Just uh, just like your multiple choice questions are all C. <laughs> okay. Oh, take us class. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't mean to say that. You're going to have to change it to D. Um, okay, guys, what do we think? I'm going to say no. It's a yes. Right along Highway 80. Wow. On the way to you do this. Co- oh yeah, pass it. It, it. it was you're driving along Highway. <laughs> I didn't 80 think anybody would actually on know the this. way to State College, and suddenly you see Jersey Shore, and you're like, "Did I'm I make a really home. wrong turn somewhere?" <laughs> you almost had a perfect run. Yeah, but uh, Ben's instinct there. That good, good one, Ben. All right, the next one is Oilville, Oilville, Pennsylvania. I I'm going to say no, and I'll explain why later. What you do we didn't think? Drive by it on the way to State. I College. didn't drive by it on the way to State College. What do we think, Claire? What do we think, Oilville? Again, I've never heard of Oilville, but I feel Doesn't like mean anything, right? Pennsylvania is more of a coal place. So interesting. I'm gonna interesting. I'm gonna say no. Okay, Michelle. Claire has convinced me. I'll also go no. No, Ben. Why yeah. didn't I convince I, you, do, Ben? Did you you're just gonna say yes to this? I was gonna say no because Claire was really convincing. Whoa! But I but I thought your whole thing was yes. I know, but Oilville. I don't. I was really convinced. So. Okay. 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 So no, 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 out there. Everybody's saying no. Everybody's saying no. I like Claire's rationale. Yeah. I'm gonna go with no. no. I also don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, you've you've taken a stand. You're a le- you're in a leadership position. You've now. all beat the game master. It's a no. It's a no. I know there's, there's oil, oil City, PA, right? There is, and there's an Oilville, Virginia. Oh, interesting. Where they don't have oil. I'm I'm perfect, by the way, so far in this quiz. You are. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think the who's keeping shows score. That. Who's keeping score? All right. Here's an easy one. Yeah. King of Prussia. King of Prussia. Wait a second. That's probably a person too. Where is Prussia? Why is it called Prussia? Are you sure you're not saying Russia wrong? That's what a lot of people say. I'm going to say yes. That is a town. What town. kind of name for a town is that? I, d- I don't know, but I would go shop there. Um, okay, Claire, what do we think? King, King of Prussia. Of Prussia yes. King of Prussia. Uh, that's a yes. Okay, Michelle. Oh, you're so confident. I have actually heard of this one, so I'm going to go solidly yes. This is a question for Peter in in the Netherlands. He wouldn't know. He wouldn't. That's exactly right. He wouldn't know. Hi, Peter. Hey, Peter. Um, Ben, what do we think? King of Prussia. I'm also confident, yes. You're confident, yes. Okay. My my son somehow found out about the mall there and wants to go shopping. (laughs) There is a good mall there. King of Prussia Mall. I used to work there. As far as malls really, go, I did. It's still it's still a pretty I, I, pretty good mall. The Eddie Bauer, I'm not sure if it's still there, but Eddie Bauer back in the, <laughs> the day. They also mall. they got a Tesla dealership in the King of Prussia Mall. I'm pretty sure that was just one for the listeners who aren't from Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think they would be the only ones who might not know that there That's is. True. Does anybody know the origin of that? Why? What's 
Remember the King of Prussia built it. I think I Googled that at one point when it came up in a book in mm-hmm. high school okay. or maybe in middle school, but okay. I have since forgotten that information. I like that you, that you were able to Google something in middle school. That makes me feel real old. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, thanks for that, Michelle. I appreciate that all the time. You're welcome. No the problem. community took its name in the 18th century from a local tavern named the King of Prussia oh, Inn. Wow. Okay, now you, gotta, now you know what the next step is, right? King of Prussia Inn. Where did where'd that come from? If we're on the topic of oh, uh, please. town of origins, yes. Makunji is a Lenape word. Oh. Um, it's a der- derivation, which so. is, uh, you know, not, I figured that was... So not Scottish, sounds, as I once thought. Oh. Sounds right, and it uh, means bear swamp. Bear swamp. Now, <laughs> now, is that consistent with your view of Makunji, that it is a bear swamp? <laughs> or is that not? So, or it could be feeding place of the bears. Oh, that's fine. What's right. the next next question? The next one is abstinence. Abstinence, PA. Oh, I am gonna. Oh man, there's like, some weird names in PA. He knows. They both know where I'm going. I'm. Oh, thanks, Chris. I appreciate that. Uh, no, it is not a real name. <laughs> what do you think, Claire? I'll go with no. Okay. What do you think, Michelle? Cer- certain Simon. That's your new that, nickname. Certain Simon. Sorry, Michelle. What do you think? I was all ready to buy it until Damn whatever it. happened in that room. <laughs> so I'm going to go, no. I, I can't believe the quiz isn't going well. This is why people want to play poker with me. Okay, Ben. Yes. Thank you. You Thank made you, you made you always Brickhouse's me. day. Okay, what do you guys think? So if abstinence there was PA. an abstinence PA, it would be on one side of the state. Uh-huh. And <laughs> on the other side, you're, you're ruining his be, joke. You're ruining his joke. I'm gonna go with no. You're gonna say no. Okay. Really? God, you guys were right. Okay. It's a no. I wonder what the joke is, though. <laughs> Hold how, on. How does this pay off? I, I have another one. Oh, do you? Okay. <laughs> Are you guys ready for the next question? I I, I can't imagine well what it's going to be. Well crafted quizzes on yeah. various breads and butters. Uh huh. How about intercourse, PA? Inter- oh, wait a second. That's that's almost the opposite of abstinence. Oh, man, I shouldn't have drank that Dr. Pepper. <laughs> um, that's the opposite of 41 abstinence. 41 milligrams of caffeine. I know, right? Um, I'm going to say, yeah, sure, but why, why not? It, it's merely a term sure. for, for traffic and commerce. Exactly. So I'm going to say, yeah, sure, why not? Claire? Yep. Okay. Michelle? Yep. <laughs> and Ben? I would say the move is to trust Claire, so yes. Yes. I was hoping Chris, you'd say no. what do we think? If you were putting together <laughs> okay. a yeah. quiz on... Names of towns in Pennsylvania, uh, you'd have to put intercourse you on have that to. quiz. Absolutely. So the answer is yes. That is correct. Yes. Always compliment the quiz maker. It's a good way to <laughs> just endear yourself. You yeah. <laughs> um, how about tight squeeze? Tight squeeze PA? Tight squeeze PA. You've ever been to tight squeeze PA? I, I'm. Did you play them one time? I'm going to. No. <laughs> well, then I, that, that's all I need. No. Tight squeeze PA. No way. I think it's ridiculous enough to. To go with a yes. Good instinct. <laughs> Interest, interesting. Michelle, what do you think? Tight squeeze, PA, TSPA. Oh, wait, uh, one word or two? I'll... One word. One word. Oh, okay. That changes. I'll go no. No. Oh, that go. Yes. Okay. Chris, what do we think? Okay. Tight squeeze, PA? I'm going to go with no. no. It's a no. Yes. Tight squeeze is in Virginia. Come on, guys. Oh, that's bad. Uh, Come on, everyone. Why, now, why, why was it named <laughs> that? Is it good? You go through some like ravines? No. Two uh, competing ends built their way too close to the road to try to command the traffic and no then way. it was everybody referred to it as the tight, tight squeeze, squeeze area nobody could get by interesting and they named the town that way no worse than king of prussia no worse at all <laughs> a, little, a little worse a little worse than king of prussia and destroying ben's idea that these were all going to be yeses mm-hmm. all right here's another one short pump short pump pa that sounds reasonably correct short pump pa not long pump 
medium pump PA. Uh, yeah, short pump PA. I'm, I'll say yes. What do you think, Claire? Yeah, I'll go with. I'll okay. go with yes. Michelle, I'll also go with yes. And Ben, no. Ooh, you just you're such a contrarian, Ben. Um, what do you think, Chris? Lifeline. What do you think? Short pump PA. Short pump PA. Yes. No. SPPA. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. So yes. It's a no. It's a no. It's no. another Virginia town. My perfect record. The Richmond suburbs. Somebody's been missing their their time in Virginia, and I was Short just thinking of all these Virginia you, towns. You're from Virginia. Main, mostly. mostly. Okay. <laughs> I lived there for a long time. Mm-hmm. Now, now, and I'm just going to ask this, and I probably know the answer. You actually did some research to make sure there isn't a short pump PA, right? <laughs> what, what answer do you want me to say? <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. It's fine. It's fine. I think you know is, the answer to that. I do know the answer. I just wanted to make sure it's on the record. All right. Should we do the last one? Yeah, let's do the last one. Mars. Mars PA. Yeah. Mars PA. You're okay I think with that? that? That seems reasonable. Claire? Sure it does. Yeah. Mars PA? Oh, yeah. 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 Life on Mars PA. I uh, buy it. Okay. Michelle, that, you, you, you you buy it? What do you think, Ben? No. No. No, you do not buy it. No, thank you. Maybe Venus PA, but not Mars PA. Uh, what do you think? I Chris? really, really think I've seen it somewhere, but I don't want to sound crazy, but I think I... I've seen it somewhere, so I, I'm gonna go with yes. Trust your instinct. It's a yes. Where yeah. is Mars PA? It. It's in uh, the Pennsylvania area. Yeah. <laughs> Another <laughs> it's a, example. It's a rectangle. I can't explain. It's within the four uh, sides. I shouldn't have assumed. Somewhere that you there, might actually. The, uh, know. It's probably not near Hershey because, like, the, those would be competing chocolate companies. Mm-hmm. Or Shartlesville. I thought that was one you were gonna ask about. <laughs> Shartlesville. <laughs> yeah. That's where, like, has anybody been to Roadside America, the biggest little town? I've not. I've passed it many times, though. I, I, I don't have any business dealings. And no. <laughs> I, I stopped once. Yeah, Chris is all about regular size. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. What day were you there? Uh, it was probably a Friday, one of, my fav- one of my favorite days. Speaking of. Oh, he's <laughs> a spring break segue workshop. You brings like that? back in. Oh. That Chris, was segue mastery at work. I have, I have a question I ask all my guests. <laughs> You pick pick a day of the week that you like the best, Friday or Sunday. Your only two choices. Or only two choices. What do you like, Friday or Sunday? You give us one of these Saturday mm. answers. No, everybody likes Saturday. It's not an answer. Friday or Sunday? I'll I'll go with Friday. Okay. Now, you know, I, and I, I hesitate yeah, yeah. because of the, the work that I do, um, we're, we're constantly on call yeah. for things that come up. Stuff always goes down Friday, late Friday afternoon, mm-hmm. like Friday at four is when yeah, the yeah. emergencies happen. So I'm like, Fridays are overrated. But if I had to choose between the two. Oh, the, wait, I have an oh, update yeah. related to oh, that. Oh, you do, Michelle. Please. Is there another day? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> breaking, you have a breaking news? Yeah, I know. He'll make it. He'll we, make it. We night. found an eighth day. Yeah. What um, do we think, Michelle? But Allison, my sister, mm-hmm. told me that that question has made it into uh, like intros, I think, for her job. Um, <gasps> wow. That somehow it has become a part of her life so that's exciting that now wait did she bring it in i think so because of you oh i know but 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 i was wondering if she had heard it from someone else who was no, also she heard a fan. it from you that's she's definitely heard it from me that's great is this the sister that's a coder yes it is yes interesting we call her allison taller Poulton simon yeah because she is taller, taller than michelle Poulton. that nickname <laughs> came up at the beginning of this episode <laughs> yep. so. the whole episode but, we've known her as that but it's really stuck episode. it's really stuck as a corollary to the Friday Sunday question, um, do you like black licorice? Or do you not like black red oh, licorice? No, you don't like. Of course, you sorry, don't like black. Goodness, Friday people don't like black licorice. Uh, is Sunday that right? We've do. done this. It's, it's, it's a scientific. We've law. done extensive. Is it a lot at this point? <laughs> yeah. I think it's a lot at this point. 
I think we're good. Are we good? I think we're Chris, good. Chris, thank you so much oh, for coming fun. today. Thanks for chatting with thank us. Um, if you want to hear more of what we have to say, you obviously can subscribe to um, our podcast at iTunes. You can uh, listen to us. Nope. You can follow us on Twitter at some later date. You follow us on Facebook, which is essentially the same as Twitter. Oh, yeah, we have to follow Chris. Um, we can follow Chris on Twitter. What, what is your Twitter handle? I think I have a, maybe at Dean you Hunt consume. or something like that. Okay. Maybe something like that. Are there any appearances you're going to be at in the next uh, couple weeks? Oh, I will be. Oh, thank you. I'll be at Sunday Soul Lounge okay. next Sunday. So Soul Sundays, where. though, are a, kind of a, a normal thing? Uh, every uh, Once a month. Once a month. Once a month. Okay. Generally speaking, it is every second Sunday. That's, that's when I cook the uh, macaroni okay. and cheese. Okay. Uh, the, yeah, yes. the, we went over the recipe. Um, <laughs> what, do you have any appearances coming up? I'll be at the Chuckle Factory in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, okay, so that's what. So you can listen to us by subscribing to us on iTunes. You can, on all past episodes are free. Oh, yeah. All free. They're all, uh, we took down the paywall. Yep. Or you can email us. We'll get mail in the mailbag. We'll answer your mail at variouspresentbutters.gmail.com. We'll we do it not. next time. It's overflowing with mail. Again, thanks, Chris, for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Chris. Okay, headphones off. Headphones off. I think we're really experiencing spring break very hard right oh, now. I, I did. I did get in at three a.m. last night. The yeah, where, was where, extremely delayed. Where did you go? I went to Riverside uh-huh. in sunny Southern California. For what? For a conference. How was that? I conferred. How was the uh, How was the weather out there? That's what I'm always. The weather was as advertised. Uh-huh. Since I've only been in Southern California a few times in my life, I'm in no way familiar with the area mm-hmm. beyond pop culture references. Yeah. And I would say this is common. We, and I'll say we as if it's not just me. Yeah. Listeners won't call me on this. Mm-hmm. We are often talking about um, stereotypes and, and references to New York City mm-hmm. that come from pop culture. Yep. And we have the ability in this studio to compare that against Michelle's actual experience. True. And Ben's actual experience. Mm-hmm. And many of our guests. Yep. We have a strong New York basis here. Mm-hmm. Um, so why did we ask that? You were in Riverside. We have a New York presence <laughs> here. What what Claire's not from New York. Claire's not from New York, but we do have we still do have a New York presence here. Plus, I think it actually adds that there's also wide um, international pop culture references to what Lower Mukunji is like. Oh yeah, all the time. And it does not match the people, reality. People walking across the street almost getting hit by taxi cabs. <laughs> yeah. By the taxi cab in Lower yes. Mukunji. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Southern California is the weather was uh, quite pleasant. Oh, that's nice. I've heard that that was the case, so that that matched. Okay. Uh, I think the other difficulty parts are that if you understand something based on stereotype or broad pop culture reference, mm-hmm. then you're apt to find what you're looking for. Yeah. So you'll see things that match that stereotype. Uh-huh. Lots of plastic surgery. Oh, really? Could not could help you, but notice. Could you see the plastic it. surgery scars behind their ears? That's usually the tell. Riverside is very far inland. It's in the Inland Empire. Is there a Riverside River there? I did not see a river. I think it's a dried riverbed. Well, that... So it's beside it's the dry river beside. Calm yeah, it down. Yeah, a river dry. Dial it back. It's good. All right, that's right. It's a river bed. It's a river bed. It used to be a river. It used to be a river. Based on photographs, I assume. Yes, it's a, that's the original citrus empire. All the streets there are named orange, lime, lemon. That's Ooh. where the orange industry in America started. In Does California. it smell nice there? No. Right. What? No longer the case. But do they have oranges at least? 
barely. Our good friend, Liam O'Donnell. Bailed on us. Well, no, he's using he's using a Google Pixel now. I did like your response to him, though, on Twitter. That was a good one. Called him a green man or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. You go into the green zone. Yeah, those those texts aren't free. You're the worst. Well, I wonder, where did he go for spring break? Are we going to find that out next week? We'll find that out on the next episode of Ooh. Various Breads and Butters. That's what's going to keep people coming back. Yes. So far, we're the best podcast.